This is Fred Ricciani and Scott Anderson of TSC News. Wow. Scott, we just witnessed the crowning of a new WWE champion, a first-time WWE World Champion at Elimination Chamber. My goodness gracious, February 12th, 2017. This is TSC News. We are here to recap Elimination Chamber, the SmackDown pay-per-view, the last SmackDown pay-per-view before WrestleMania 33 from top to bottom. We're also here to take some of your questions live on the air via Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and of course YouTube. If you're listening after the fact on SoundCloud, iTunes, and all other platforms, we greatly appreciate it. Scott, this was a damn good show. What do you think about what we just witnessed? Bray Wyatt winning the Elimination Chamber match, winning the WWE Championship. Yes, it was heavily rumored. Yes, we expected it, but I thought the execution was great. It was. I think Bray got his payback on John Cena for WrestleMania 30, which was cool. He pinned AJ Styles, which was great. It's a long time coming. Me and you both thought, you know, a year and a half ago, this guy might be dead in the water, and he's not, which is awesome to see. Uh, I will say this real quick. I still have a talking smack on, and and right before we went on, Renee Young starts out with Daniel Bryan saying, you know, we're going to have Bray versus Randy at WrestleMania, and Daniel's like, "Uh, who says? You know, So it's almost like they're teasing that it's not going to happen, but... You know, we assume it will. And and good for Bray. He deserves it. Long time coming, uh, considering where he started out, you know, back in, what, 2010 on the main roster. So, yeah, I mean, 2011, you know, it, it definitely is cool to see. The crowd knew it was you – know, I think everybody knew it was coming, and it's awesome to see that it finally happened for the guy. I agree. And the, the cool thing is this isn't one of those things where they just give him the title and it's like, hey, you deserve it, or hey, we just want to give you the title. He's really had momentum these last couple months. I mean, that Randy Orton feud started out pretty bad, like a lot of Bray Wyatt feuds over the last couple of years. And when Randy Orton joined, I was thinking, oh, my God, this is another Daniel Bryan, you know, you know Bray Wyatt thing that's going to last a couple weeks. It's going to fizzle out. Bray Wyatt's going to lose another feud to another big star, and that's that. And instead, it somehow, some way worked. It revitalized Randy Orton. It revitalized Bray Wyatt. You could tell that these guys, as well as Luke Harper, genuinely enjoy working together. And Luke Harper and Randy Orton had a great match. They Bray did. Wyatt had a great performance. I mean, Bray pinned AJ. Well, first he eliminated John Cena. The final three were Cena, AJ, and Bray. He pinned John Cena clean, and then he pinned AJ Styles clean. Back to back to win the WWE Championship inside the demonic structure that is Elimination Chamber. If that's not how you put over a young guy, I don't know how, how you put over a young guy better than that. I mean, maybe if he beats Goldberg in five seconds. But, but seriously, that was just awesome. It was. My only concern is that they did this backwards. Bray Wyatt, I think, should have won the Rumble two weeks ago and had Orton win tonight because now when you go into Mania in seven weeks, Orton loses, Bray retains. What's the big you know finish there? If 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 they're going to keep going with Bray as champion, it doesn't do much for him to beat Randy as champion. You know what I mean? That's I think the it only does. thing I, I have about it. I think, think? it does. I think it does because he beats he beat AJ tonight. He beats Cena. If he beats Orton, that puts him over huge. That puts him over at another level. And he's a heel, so he can always drop the title to Randy at the next pay per view or the pay per view after that. And even though I am not an Eric Rowan fan, Eric Rowan is still technically part of the Wyatt family. He is supposed to come back. Yeah. I could definitely see a case where Eric Rowan interferes on Bray Wyatt's behalf. The guy's been out of sight, out of mind for, what, six, seven months? Comes in, interferes. Look, he's a job guy anyway. Let him be, uh, you know, Randy Orton's whipping boy. He interferes, costs Randy the match, gives Bray at least a couple more months with the title. And then, you know what? After that, Bray can drop the title to Randy. And then guess what? You can do the awesome feud I am totally looking forward to on the SmackDown brand. I hope they eventually do it. AJ Styles versus Randy Orton, because you know that would be an incredible match. Yeah, no, I won't disagree. That's a good idea. I mean, and a you fresh match. Have, it's a fresh. You could match also too. have Luke Harper just come out and turn on Orton, and, and it'd be a setup the whole time too. You know, there's a lot of possibilities. Actually, that's, that I actually might like better. But you know what else I would like even more? What's that? And this is something Jeremy Bauer suggested: a uh, triple threat match with the Wyatt family. I think that'd yes. be tremendous. Uh, that would, well, he also mentioned, and, and we had talked about this, not to get ahead of ourselves and not to cut you off, about American Alpha needing a heel tag team. And, you know, he had mentioned Harper and Rowan, which, except for the fact Harper's kind of like a good guy right now, yeah. I mean, if they do, they, they have a lot of different ways to do things, so we'll see. A triple threat, I think, would be good. It, it could be interesting, although 
how many triple threats do we need at WrestleMania for you know uh, the main title? We've had that it seems like for the last four years. So true. And then on top of that, we also are going to have most likely multi-man matches for the IC title. Maybe multi-man matches. Oh, really? Windows 10 has to give me that little thing in the background. I apologize for that. Blame Bill Gates for that. Anyway, as I was saying, we're we're already going to have a bunch of multi-man matches because we're going to have um we're gonna we're gonna probably have a multi-man match for the tag titles on either brand. Uh, we're probably going to have multi-women's uh, w- women's title matches. I think we're going to see a Fatal 4-Way on Raw, a Fatal 4-Way on the SmackDown side. And then, you know, you factor in some other matches. The Andre Giant Battle Royal, obviously that's a multi-man match. So uh, I could see a case to be made that, hey, you know what? Maybe we don't want to do too many multi-man matches. Then again, they've done it before at WrestleMania. I'm not saying it was great, but they did it at WrestleMania 2000. WrestleMania 2000. Which was, it was all tag matches. Yeah, it was the only or, or except yeah. for one. There was a triple threat match. No, the, the fatal. Well, there was the fatal four way. Well, there as was well. the fatal four way as well. Yes. Yeah, it was the only WrestleMania to never have one singles match, which is crazy. I'm not saying they got to do that and get every single person on the show, but I think we'll put this it this case, way: when you well, yeah. real quick, when your opening match was you know the Godfather and Dealer Brown versus Al Snow and Steve Blackman, uh, you know. Yeah, although Ice T had a had a great performance back in the day. Watching on DDB Network, kids. But you know the, you can make a case for for a, a Wyatt triple threat though it makes sense in storyline it's not just throwing guys together I mean you know Luke Harper had a phenomenal performance tonight and he's been a great wrestler for a while but he really stepped up and I think opened a lot of eyes in that match with Randy Orton despite losing he did uh, but that's the problem he lost and he lost a couple weeks ago to Randy Orton as well so how you know please don't tell me they're going to do on SmackDown. You know Bray Wyatt versus Luke Harper randomly, and have Luke Harper pin Bray Wyatt clean, or just he, for no reason because that true. that just would be horrible. Or or, or, he, or he pins Randy Orton, or like like you mentioned before, how some some people were saying they should have the Wyatt family take on American Alpha at WrestleMania. Maybe this does lead to Luke Harper staying with the Wyatts, reuniting with Eric Rowan, and them going after the tag titles, which frankly wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. And you can kind of do a deal, but you, you know what? You've done that before too, though. Had them guys go yeah. after the title, so you, you know what? You could do a deal where Eric Rowan returns, seems to be leaning towards the babyface side. Him and Luke Harper kind of stay away from the Wyatts for a while, and yeah. then you could do something where at WrestleMania, you know, they win the tag titles maybe on the pre-show sometime earlier in the show. I mean, the show's like five hours long anyway, and yeah. then they come out and help Bray win, and then the original Wyatt family reunites. That wouldn't be the worst idea in the world either. I mean, I, either way, I do see Eric Rowan as uh, crappy of a wrestler as he is with his uh, awkward jumpsuit and butt sweat. I could see him interfering in that title match, and I could see Bray retaining the title. Now, do you think they'll throw a curveball at all and maybe have Randy go to Raw, or is that not? You think that's not possible? When before Mania? I mean, oh, like, I mean, I mean, you remember like when they used to do where the guy wins the Royal Rumble and then they choose which brand they go to. I mean, are, do you no, think they're, they're gonna not going to. No, they're not going to do that at this point. No, it, they. I think they would have done that the night after because that's usually when they would do it. I remember when like Undertaker won. You know, he came out on Raw the next night and they had all three champions because at that time there was an ECW champion and he, and he chose uh, you know Edge at that point, which was SmackDown. So I don't, I don't think they'll do that. I, I hope not because I'm not sure I want to see Orton Goldberg. You know, spoiler, but you know Goldberg's going to be Kevin Owens in a couple weeks. So, well, may, maybe, maybe we'll we'll see. We'll see a lot. Maybe, a lot can. Change. I would be shocked if Kevin Owens beats Goldberg, but I, I guess don't think again, you could be... have Lesnar interfere, so it is uh, possible. Yeah, I would honestly, even though Kevin Owens is a very weak champion right now through no fault of his own, I really would like to see him retain, or I would like to see Goldberg win. But I would like, I would just like a scenario. That does not lead to Brock Lesnar putting over Roman Reigns at SummerSlam because that's what I see happening. Or at a, a you know maybe the next pay per view, I, I see Goldberg winning the title, which I think is fine because he's a huge draw for WWE right now. He's the main character yes. of the video game that's selling very well. It makes perfect sense, and I love Goldberg the character. However, however, while it'd be cool to see Goldberg win, while it would make sense for Lesnar to regain the championship he technically never lost a couple years ago. For Brock Lesnar to hold the title for many months without defending, that'd be kind of crappy because we already had that happen before. I think they could have done a better job. Again, I don't think it was his fault. You know what I mean? I just think during that time in 2015, well, not 2015, mostly 2014 and 2015, they didn't do a great job of keeping 
Lesnar's name in the news when he was away. They just said, okay, he's taking his title. He's going hunting. Like, we didn't hear about Lesnar for weeks, and he was the champion, which I thought was kind of ridiculous. They could have done a better job. Yeah, Yeah, maybe, just maybe, they learned from some of those mistakes, and they'll improve upon that. Maybe they'll add more dates. I'm not really sure, but if the end goal is Roman Reigns beating Undertaker, leading to beating Brock Lesnar for the Universal title at SummerSlam, oh, dear God, you know what? Spare us, please. Spare us, please, and have Brock Lesnar win and do Roman Reigns versus Brock at the next pay-per-view. Or, you know what? Throw in a swerve and have somebody else walk out Universal Champion at WrestleMania or the night after. Or have Goldberg beat Kevin Owens, technically, by Lesnar interfering, causing a DQ, even though that'd be a crappy finish. But at least we wouldn't have to worry about Roman Reigns getting built up for yet another coronation. I mean, unless, of course, they decide to turn him heel and then Brock Lesnar's a babyface, but still. That uh, doesn't really work either at this point, but yeah, yeah well, well, you know, you, you never, you never know. But we could talk yeah. about fast lane down the road. We got a few weeks for that. But Elimination Chamber, man, I thought was a very strong show. I wouldn't say it was one of the best shows I've ever seen, but it was a very easy show to watch. It was. Um, it, SmackDown does have a few holes that they need to fill, which mm-hmm. we can talk about as we recap. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, overall, it wasn't a bad show. Again, it did have a five minute overrun, which is so odd, but it happened. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was a good show. It was easy to watch. It, it it you know they had three women's matches, which I couldn't tell you when the last time that happened was on WWE on That's any a, that was WWE good, show. I liked it. It was good. Um, yeah, I mean, overall, it was a decent show, no doubt about it. Right. So we had the elimination chamber match. We started out with AJ Styles and John Cena. They exchanged a lot of holds, uh, went back and forth. There was a point in the match where AJ hit the Styles clash. Cena kicked out. Cena hit the AA and AJ Styles. AJ kicked out. And man, oh man, these dudes were just going at it. We then had Dean Ambrose enter, and he was just like a a great ball of fire, just running wild on everybody. And let me see here. I'm trying to pull up all the elimination order. It was Ambrose. Then we had uh, Bray, Corbin, and Miz. And Miz did not get out of the pod. For some reason, the Miz looked like a, a wax figure in that pod. I don't know why, but he did. It was awesome. Yeah, his, yeah. The lighting <laughs> he, he did was not get out. Part, and I just want to say, who the heck did AJ Styles uh, tick off backstage? Because he took bump after bump after big move after big move all night long. I don't think that was ticking off anybody. I think that's just AJ. He's just the madman sometimes. And when he's in a big he match situation, when he's in a big match situation, it's like those matches he had with Roman Reigns. Nice. This guy is just yeah. so determined. To show people he can kick serious ass. Yeah, I mean, and he does. And thank God they put some type of, I guess it was a little bit of a pad on the on the outside there instead of hitting the uh, the cage or the fence because his back might be broken at this oh, point otherwise. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They, they had a new elimination chamber. Rather than it being circular like a dome, it's essentially like a bigger version of a steel cage with like a, the dome top. And they have, and instead of like steel... <laughs> Like a steel floor, they at least have some padding now, which, you know what, I'm all for, because that's a yeah. dangerous match. These guys already work a ridiculously tough schedule, and they're a few weeks away from WrestleMania, so you don't want anybody getting seriously hurt. Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, two new doors to enter and exit. Um, yeah, overall, nice uh, nice structure. Right. Nice match. Yeah. So so we had Ambrose. Okay, so I got the elimination order here in my notes. We had Ambrose eliminate Corbin, and then Corbin just went nuts and destroyed Ambrose, put him through the pod, hit the end of days. This went on forever. He did not care. The only thing I would like to have seen is Corbin destroy everybody. I think it would have made him look a little bit more badass, but he, he looked all right here. Um, I kind of, I, I know it put over Bray huge, but I think it would have been cool when, when he hit the end of days before getting eliminated, when he hit it on Cena, if he got the pin on Cena. I think that would have been kind of cool. But at the same time, given how the match was structured, you kind of needed a baby face there at the end or towards the end, and... You know, it makes sense to keep keep Cena in there. Uh, gotta, did, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say, uh, I do disagree with the, a couple of the eliminations, though. We had Miz afterwards steal the pen on Ambrose. That was fine. Uh, yeah. With Cena eliminate the Miz. I disagree with this one. Actually, this is the only elimination I really disagree with, even though I kind of would have liked to have seen Corbin last longer. Uh, I think in order to set up the, the Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella at WrestleMania, which is the rumored WrestleMania matchup for these four. Uh, I would have liked to have seen Miz pin John Cena. 
Well, you got to keep in mind, and again, we're kind of going in reverse here, but there were seeds planted about 15 minutes before that as well. Right. Which we, we'll get to. Um, yeah, I agree with you on this. Um, the one thing that you were getting to before I cut you off before was the Miz did not want to come out of his pod. Corbin was waiting for him, and Dean just rolled him up and pinned him, which led to Corbin beating the holy heck out of uh, Dean, which, you know, like you said, it would have been nice to see Corbin go after everybody, but this sets up an IC title match at Mania between those two. And that's what I'm hoping, you know, you have there instead of having a triple threat or a ladder match, because I could see on the Raw side, the U.S. title being the ladder match this year. So right, just right. want to mention that. But yeah, I mean, uh, Miz hit all of the uh, Daniel Bryan moves, mocking Bryan again. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like you said, John Cena just hit the AA and pinned him, which was kind of weak. But I mean, I, I get it. You know, I mean, what are you going to do with the guy? I mean, yeah, you could have the Miz pin Cena that early in the match and have it kind of be an upset, but. Yeah, it, it, it is, you know, it, it is what it is. And I could see him taking the pinfall at WrestleMania, or I could see Nikki pinning Maurice, which I, honestly I'd be fine with. I'd rather not see Miz take another big pinfall loss. I think Miz's yeah. mic work has been off the charts over the last year. He's been a great character. Yes. He's been much better in the ring than people give him credit for. Seriously. I'm not saying this guy is Cesaro or anything like that, but he has definitely stepped up his work over the last year. I'd like to see that rewarded. It's Bray Wyatt's time right now. I get it, but hopefully it, it ends with Bray Wyatt, not Bray Wyatt, I'm sorry, Miz getting a, a victory over John Cena, although I am not holding my breath. I could see a scenario now since this occurred where John Cena gets his one-on-one rematch before WrestleMania against Bray. They do a big SmackDown main event for ratings, and then Miz interferes, helps Bray retain. Yeah, I think that's going to happen too. Again, we'll we'll get to what sets all this up here in a few minutes. But yeah, he's going to. I think what's going to happen in the next seven weeks is Bray's going to pretty much. I don't know if he'll defend against everybody in the chamber match tonight, but he'll go. He'll wrestle them one on one. I have no doubt about that. Right. So then we had Bray Wyatt eliminate John Cena. That was awesome. That was okay. This is what they should have done. Three years ago at WrestleMania 30. We sat through so many bad Bray Wyatt promos. So many bad Bray Wyatt feuds. He was like Kane's bastard son. And the person who was writing for him was like the bastard son of Kane's writer. I mean, seriously. It was like, hey, all the rejected storylines for Kane? Let's give them to Bray Wyatt. Yeah. It was brutal. It was brutal we had that awful dean ambrose feud we had this god I, oh my god it was just man so many bad bray wyatt moments and again i've always liked bray i think he's great on the mic he's good in the ring he's lost a ton of weight since the husky harris days he's a hard worker he's a guy that gets a great reaction from the audience when given the right opportunities and finally finally it clicked it clicked for them and they said you know what by god Maybe we should put over Bray Wyatt by having him pin the two biggest stars on our brand. What a novel concept. You, you know, you're right. And you know where the WWE dropped the ball here? And, and this, I can only say this now in the last uh, eight, nine weeks of watching NXT. Yeah. Nikki Cross should have been Sister Abigail. I just want to mention that. She is great. She's great and sanity. I'm sorry, I'm not feeling sanity. I like big, I like uh, Clayne Dane, Big Demo. He's awesome. Uh, Eric Young, I'm not really feeling him in this role. Um, you know, the, the it's other, an odd gimmick. It that, is that it, has no meaning. Like I just feel like they're sanity, a ripoff. Sh- well, of, sanity of should be destroying people, just yeah. left, right, and center, not just random matches. What's well, Eric Young? I mean, what can what can you say? Nothing against Eric Young. He's a good no, worker Eric, and everything. Great but, guy, yeah. But you know, it's like. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it, I'm sorry. It's like the y, the Wyatt family's better. I mean, but yeah, Nikki should be Sister Abigail. And if not Nikki, then you know what? I mean, is, is Mika Rotunda, his sister, still training in NXT? You know, I'm not sure about that. But yeah, they need – maybe they could have Sister Abigail debut at Mania and help Bray retain. How about that? Well, it's, be- be- it's, well, it's better than that time when Bray beat John Cena in a steel cage match when a kid used the vocoder to make his voice deeper and sing – He's got the whole world in his hands. See, and that again, we're talking about King's rejected stories, and, and you have that to was, me That this. was brutal. We've sat th- Us Bray Wyatt fans have sat through so many bad matches uh, and storylines. But finally, finally, we get a little golden carrot, which is great. But here's the thing. For the love of God, do not negate 
this great accomplishment and this momentum by having Randy Orton in 2017 just pin Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. I like I, Randy Orton. He's a great worker. He's one of the all-time greats. He's a Hall of Famer. But please, just give Bray Wyatt a few months with his damn belt, please. Well, you know, we we could get Randy Orton and John Cena for Cena's 17th at SummerSlam, though. You do realize that, considering the feuds they've had in the last 17 years. It is possible. Uh, you know what? Just, just saying. You know what? You know, I mean, who who else who else would Cena beat? You know, want to beat? Considering it's probably his greatest ri- rival right now in WWE. So yeah, and and you know what, man? Uh, if they weren't so adamant on pushing Roman Reigns, and if they could see the writing on the wall, I know they've done the match before, but just from a, like a storyline perspective and similar gimmicks and everything. I mean, Bray Wyatt versus Undertaker, if Undertaker was still exclusive to SmackDown, would make the most sense at WrestleMania from the standpoint of if you wanted to continue to put over a guy. Now, having him beat Randy Orton puts him over huge. But having him beat The Undertaker, I mean, you know, but you know what? Maybe they'll do that down the road. I don't know. Well, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. time will tell. Yeah, I mean, Undertaker doesn't exactly have a whole lot of matches in him given how he was moving. He uh, might not even have a WrestleMania match in him. Yeah, I mean, who who knows? I'm sure he will, but it's it's not. Well, it's not right. The good. writing, if, if they go through it, Roman Reigns and Undertaker, and I know we keep getting off topic here, but the writing has to be on the wall because there's no way Vince McMahon can think, oh, Roman Reigns is going to be our top babyface going against the Undertaker. Like, there's just no way. Unless the, unless they use, they're using that feud to experiment with him as a heel, which honestly, in that case, it would, it would be great because I think he'd be a great heel, and I think if you teamed him up with the Usos. Who have this new attitude and everything? And, and Nia like a, Jax. Yeah, and maybe even yep. Samoa Joe, and you do like a Samoan SWAT team. Nah, Joe and, and Roman wouldn't work. I think the egos wouldn't. That would be like the Macho Man and Hogan in the NWO type of thing. It yeah. just I don't think that would work. But yeah, I mean, it, I, the problem is Roman's probably going to pin the Undertaker, and at that point he's a heel no matter what. No matter what you do, he's a heel. It's yeah. that's it. Oh wow, uh, I didn't even realize this. Uh, Jeremy Bowers just tweeted me a animated gif of Randy Orton back yes. in 2011 punting Husky Harris. Uh, we would not see Husky Harris for... Ever. Uh, well, to ever, but the guy that plays Husky Harris, we wouldn't see this guy for another two and a half years on the main roster, and he was reincarnated as Bray Wyatt. Yep. And apparently he told Vince McMahon that night, I will be back. Really? I don't. Yeah, I don't know if you ever heard that. Yeah, because they were demoting him back because he just wasn't ready. And yeah, he he said the. I think it was Vince. He said, "I will be back." And yeah, you, you know what? That that's just an, an incredible story of persistence. If you really think about it, for him to be on the main roster, you know, be you know in the mix with the Nexus WrestleMania season back then, 2011 WrestleMania 27, and then for him to be back in developmental for two years. Now, granted, he was in his early 20s then. But still, that had to be demoralizing to an extent. But for him to make something of himself, completely reinvent himself, and even in the midst of this horrible creative he's had the last three years, for him to persevere, have this kick-ass storyline with Orton since October, and now to become WWE champion. I mean, that's awesome. That's hard work right there. You know what? And I don't want to compare these two, but you can almost compare it to a degree to a Zack Ryder who's had horrible storylines, who really at this point, you know, had no reason to still be with WWE, let's be honest. And the guys came, you know, and look what he did. And he, you know, won the IC title at Mania, which was cool. I mean, this is the guy who was in a wheelchair and got pushed off the ramp from because of Kane. Yeah, you know, you know I mean, sometimes you just gotta hold on. And you gotta persist. Just, I mean, yeah. you know, Zack Ryder had a you know very tiny it's a moment of shine, but you know what? Right. I mean, you, you look at a guy like Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston was dead in the water for a while, and you know, with and Big E and Xavier Woods, and they made something of themselves in the New Day. So I guess that goes to show you, for any wrestlers on the gigantic WWE roster right now, if you persist, if you hang on, if you're if you find a way to hang around, you, you know what? Maybe, just maybe, you'll get your chance to shine. And in the case of Bray Wyatt, it wasn't like he wasn't ever in the mix. He was always in the mix. It's just that he, he lost. And he lost, and he lost, and he lost, and it made it hard for people to care about him. Yeah. But kudos it to worked. him, and kudos to the book it on SmackDown, because he, he's definitely rebuilt himself, and, and they've definitely rebuilt him. This is one guy that the brand split has helped 150%, for Ab- sure. Absolutely. We had the women's championship as the semi-main event. Alexa Bliss taking on Naomi. 
this was a decent match. I wouldn't say it was great. I wouldn't say it was bad. It was it was all right. You know, it's not going to be at the level of a match involving Natalia. It's not going to be at the level of a match involving like a Sasha Banks or anybody like that or, or Becky Lynch. But they worked hard. They did their, they did their thing. There was a little bit of sloppiness. Uh, Naomi went for split leg and moonsault once. Uh, missed Alexa Bliss. But I think the announcers were confused because they thought she was supposed to hit her. Maybe they felt they would. I think yeah. the, annou- the announcers treated it as a blown spot. But I thought the spot was actually she missed the moonsault. Um, There's like a weird pin combination and Alexa using the ropes for leverage, which is funny because she used the bottom rope because she's so short. And the ref caught that. It was kind of sloppy. And then at the end, uh, Alexa missed her big splash. Uh, Well, actually, she didn't miss it. She hit Naomi's knees. Naomi got her knees up. And then Naomi went for her own moonsault. But she like hit her on the side. Alexa kept rolling. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Alexa kept rolling into it, and yeah, Naomi definitely hit her arm, shoulder, and kind of reminded me of the Kurt Angle Bob Holly spot from many a year ago to yeah. date myself. Hope, hopefully, so. Alexa, hopefully Alexa Bliss is okay, but it was a nice moment because yeah. Naomi got the pin. She did finally after all these years. And look, I'm not saying Naomi's a great worker. I'm not even. I'm not even saying she's the best athlete in WWE as far as women go. It's probably Alexa, but she's mm-hmm. a hardworking young woman who seems like a really nice person, who's extremely likable, who's yeah. worked hard to try to reinvent her character over and over again. And at the end of the day, she has a connection with the crowd. And I'm not saying Twitter and social media is indicative of somebody's popularity. Or you know, At the end of the day, it's about you know, merchandise and all that jazz, but you know, she hasn't always had a lot of merchandise. Uh, but she's a person that has a rabid fan base online. A really rabid fan base online. I don't know, I don't know what they call themselves, the Naomites or... Whatever, Dumb. you know, the, the glow sticks, whatever, whatever the case may be, Naomi <sighs> always has a, a huge following on social media, a lot of support on social media. When the dummies left her off the Total Divas poster, whew, Twitter came for the e-marketing department's heads. I mean, my <sighs> God. When Naomi didn't have merchandise, Twitter came for WWEshop.com's heads. My goodness gracious. And finally, for all the supporters... Naomi finally won the big one. She is going to WrestleMania in her hometown of Orlando, Florida to defend the SmackDown Women's Championship. And what was great was the crowd was chanting, you deserve it. I know that chance has been overdone, but it was a genuinely nice moment. She was crying. She was thanking everybody. She just, it was, a, it was, it was real emotion. And we don't get enough. Of, it was real, raw emotion. It was a genuine moment. And we don't get enough of those moments in WWE or in wrestling in general. So, Thumbs up, even though the match was a little rough. Well, from where she started, you know, back to being the cheerleader dancer of Brodus Clay, and, you know, she's been injured a lot, let's be honest. Um, yeah, she, she deserved it. I mean, no doubt about it. She's somebody else who's persevered and, you know, kept coming back. So, yeah, good for her, no doubt about it. I hope that they give the uh, side plates of her title, they make them glow somehow, because I think that'd be pretty cool. True that, true that. Now, somebody here, uh, Darshan Pamal said, Fred, I just joined the recap. Can you please recap the show? That's what I'm doing. But if you want quick results, Bray Wyatt's your new WWE champion, eliminating John Cena and then AJ Styles clean to win the world title for the first time. Afterwards, Randy Orton came out and had a stare down with him from the ramp. We had Naomi pin Alexa Bliss to win the SmackDown Women's Championship. We had American Alpha in the Tag Team Turmoil match win by last defeating the Ascension to retain the tag titles, although it was really wacky. I missed part of this match because my feed was acting up, but from what I understand, American Alpha eliminated the Usos. The Usos beat the hell out of American Alpha at the end. The Ascension yep. came out, thought they were going to win, and somehow, some way, Chad Gable did his best Super Cena impression, his best yep. Hulk Hogan impression, and they were able to pin the Ascension to retain the tag titles. Was there anything else that was relevant in that match? <laughs> no and yes. Uh, no to the fact of nothing else major happened, although an odd, kind of an odd spot because you assume the Ascension is going to win. And when they came out, Connor bumped right into I get one of the Usos, like just walking down the ramp and came in a little quick stare down. And you think, okay, maybe it'll set something up. Um, other than that, it just goes to show that the you know, SmackDown tag team division is not very deep. American Alpha beat every team on the roster and Basically, right now, they have nobody to go against at WrestleMania because there's no credibility to anyone. Um, the Vaude Villains were just there as a team 
they didn't do anything. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, you, you saw the Spirit Squad and the Headbangers on SmackDown, you know, very briefly, but they need tag teams. And, you know, one would assume it's going to be the Revival coming up pretty soon. But I'm not sure if even they can, you know, help this division right now. And it seems like it's a division of mostly NXT tag teams, if you realize it, except for the Usos and uh, Slater and Rhino. So they, they definitely need some help on their SmackDown tag team division. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I think, you know, having American Alpha win just doesn't do them any favors. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough for American Alpha right now. I mean, they won the tag titles. They went missing for a couple weeks and... They they beat every tag team on SmackDown. What what else do they have? I guess they can face the Usos again, but yeah, mm. the revival. Uh, maybe the Wyatt family, or at least Rowan and Harper, if they reunite after Mania. But at the moment, uh, they are lacking. I mean, I guess you have the team of Apollo Crews and Kalisto. Oh God, yeah, we had Apollo Crews. Uh, I skipped this match. I'm sorry. This match offended me so much. I skipped. It. I decided to well, take it a shower. Cool spot at the beginning. I I no seriously. I, yeah. I, I was serious when I texted you and I said, I'm going to go take a shower because it's a good time to take a shower. Because I, you know, I was like, you know what? Dolph Ziggler, who's the worst booked babyface slash heel maybe in the last 15 years. more He's worse booked than Ever. Roman Reigns. He's Dude, worse booked than Roman oh Reigns. God. Think about they that. So bad. Okay. I, I, look, I was a Dolph Ziggler fan for years. For years. I stand for Dolph Ziggler for years. But there comes a point in time like your New York Jets, where they're just hopeless. Oh. Where they're just hopeless. Okay, and I'm sorry. Unlike the New York Jets, who can draft a quarterback, who can no. draft a wide receiver, who could sign a free agent, Dolph Ziggler's the same person. It's not like Dolph Ziggler's going to magically turn into Tom Brady or magically turn into John Cena. He's still the same guy. He, what you mean is he's still losing. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. He still sucks. And Storm, he still sucks. So what do they do? Because this company does a terrible job of booking baby faces for whatever reason. And I don't know if it's at this point deliberate to entertain Vince McMahon or what. But you, you book Kalisto and Apollo Crews versus Dolph Ziggler. And guess what? They beat Dolph Ziggler. Beat Dolph. After... Just tell when us why Scott. Coming I, out, Dolph I didn't Ziggler, wa- no, no, hold on. I didn't Dolph watch Ziggler this. So tell him us. from behind and catapults him into the LED lights. Wait, wait, hang, hang, hang. Who did he catapult it, to LED lights? Kalisto. Tossed him around like a piece of paper into the LED lights where the entrance is, and it kind of knocked a few lights out, which was cool. And then yeah, and then Apollo Crews and Kalisto win, like, and Ziggler loses. And I know how WWE does the exclusive interviews in the back after the guy loses and blah, blah, blah. But it's weird. And it's even weirder that, you know, right before the pay-per-view came on, there were some tweets coming out with pictures of the Elimination Chamber official T-shirt that had everybody but Dean Ambrose on it. And instead of Dean Ambrose, it had Dolph Ziggler. And yet they still have this guy losing. He's, he's terrible. I, and then they put him in these American tights and, and he, he – I mean, I guess, I mean, I mean, I guess, you know, for for cheap heel heat, having a terrible, a terribly booked character and American tights beat up a Mexican wrestler in Arizona. I, I guess that's supposed to be some subliminal heat. No, but seriously. he's been wearing the American tights for a little bit. No, no, no you know, but just serious, seriously though, he's just. I'm tired of Dolph. I'm sorry. I'm just tired. I, I'd, anyway. I'd like to. I'd like to see him. Go down to NXT like Tyson Kidd. Granted, I'm sure he's making a lot more money than Tyson Kidd did at the time. Tyson Kidd went down to NXT. But I would love to see him pull Tyson Kidd, reinvent himself in NXT, do his freaking thing, you know, compete for the NXT championship, and then after like six months, maybe come back up. Now, you know what the difference is, though? Dolph's been here almost a decade. He needs to go to like Ring of Honor or even TNA or Impact at this point. He had it. He had There's his chance. There's nothing left for him. There's nothing left but for him. But he had his chance. And he, and, he, and he stayed. And hey, I don't blame him. He took the money and he did all right for himself for a little while. He got a WWE title match. He got an IC title win. Oh, you, yeah, you know what? You know did, what? Bring, but... bring back Billy Gunn. Have have Billy Gunn reveal that he is Dolph Ziggler's father, and he do a father son tag team. That's the yeah, only they can way go against Orton and Orton, huh? How about yeah, that? that's the yeah, only yeah. way you can salvage Dolph father Ziggler's career at this team. point by having Mister Ass come back and reveal that he is Dolph Ziggler's father. That is the it's, only way. It, 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 that is PG, the only way Mr. I will Buck, care no. about Dolph Ziggler. No, even then you wouldn't care about Dolph. Dolph Ziggler had a moment after WrestleMania 29, and, and that was it. 
And you know, Jesus like, Christ. talk about a guy who's persevering through things. Let me tell you, my God. I mean, hey, look, good for Apollo Cruz and Kalisto to get a win. No, you know, they. I mean, Apollo Cruz has probably been the worst booked guy ever since Not, being caught up, and he's very, very athletic and very, very good. But my God, yeah. I'm sorry. Like I know Dolph Ziggler is a guy that can have really good matches. And again, he's a talented worker. He's a talented guy. He's been a talented guy for a long, long, long time. And I know WWE needs bodies and everything like that, but you have so many... And look, I'm not advocating cutting anybody. I don't want to see anybody lose their jobs. But just from a creative standpoint, if you're WWE, the way you've booked this guy, how can anybody possibly care? Unless your goal is to make him at the level of Jinder Mahal, okay? What is your end goal with this Dolph Ziggler yeah, character? But even... you, could, you could take Dolph Ziggler away, put in a guy like Tyler Bate, the current UK champion, or Trent Seven, or somebody from Anybody. NXT. Austin Aries, whatever. I'm trying to think. Who else is a, a guy they could, they could take? Almost anybody from NXT right now. Shinsuke Nakamura. Bobby Ty Rudin Dillinger. Is, Bobby Roode and his fake Ric Flair gimmick that sucks. Ty Dillinger. What? Whatever. I like the glorious theme song, but he's miscast as the, the fake Ric Flair. He really is. He's more of a Triple H than a Ric Flair, but that's oh, another, that. that's another well, story that's, for hey, another speaking day. Speaking of father-son combos, there you go. Actually, yeah, like the same age. But, may, you know, maybe, maybe Triple H is, reveals that he's he's Bobby Roode's father. I wouldn't be surprised. Have but, to be twin brother, but yeah, maybe, you know, maybe Triple H had a Canadian love child back in the day. Who knows? Ugh. But my God, yeah, I'm tired of Dolph Ziggler. We spent way too much time talking about Dolph Ziggler. Okay, I'm sorry, he's done. All right, let's let's go back to this we recap. Had, well, we had uh, uh, Natalia versus uh, Nikki Bella. Very physical match. I, I like the intensity here. It sucks that it ended in a double countout, but I feel like they're going to lead to a big blow-off. If they are going to do a big blow-off on SmackDown and not at WrestleMania, I sincerely hope that they do it in the main event because this feud is very underrated. I think they've had great promos. Uh, I think yes. the intensity has been great. And you could tell these two are best friends because they are laying it in when they fight each other. Yes. Um, it, this set up a interview backstage with Nikki Bella. Where Natalia tried to attack her again and pushed Nikki Bella into Maurice, whose makeup, we hope it was makeup powder, went all over Maurice, which is probably going to set up the John Cena, Ms. Maurice, Nikki Bella feud. Which um, is kind of silly. I mean, seriously, that's how, how, how it's set up. It's, I mean, I'm not saying it's as bad as Booker T and Edge at WrestleMania 18 being set up by Edge getting a Japanese shampoo commercial over Booker T, but it's still kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Well, yeah, John Cena pinned the Miz, so there you go. You know what was another so. great setup for a feud back in the day? Back in uh, t- late 2000, for, for any any kids that want to know some WWE history. Remember that one time when Chris Jericho spilled hot coffee on Kane? I do. Yeah. Yep. Hey, wh- whatever you can do to get things set up. And we had Becky Lynch versus Mickey James. Which uh, was a good match. Pretty good match, although I think they did a little too much wrestling for a grudge match. Yeah, and the fact that JBL was acting like this is Mickey James' first match in seven years, pretty much straight up, was an issue. But well, he well he changed his mind. First he said, "Yeah, she's been gone for seven years." Then he said, "She's been wrestling all around the yes. world." Yeah. but not not day to day like like uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, You're true, right. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think the most exciting part of this pay per view up until about the nine thirty hour was the fact JBL stumbled on his way to the ring on the pre show and fell down the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, it was. Um, yeah, this was all right. Uh, Becky Lynch ended up getting the win with a, a roll up. It was solid. Uh, the crowd didn't react much at first, but at, at the end, they got behind Becky. They they do love Becky. I, I feel like this audience, especially now that some of it, at least in terms of the live crowd, is a little bit younger. They have a hard time knowing who Mickey James is and reacting to her. Uh, I really do think it would help if they showed, you know, a video package of Mickey James, you know, beating Trish Stratus, doing her thing, so- well, something. Here's the problem with that: the, the outfits Mickey James wore back then, you couldn't show on PG TV nowadays. There's a so there's, how do you do that? There's different angles, and she wore similar tights like she did back in the day when she won a couple yeah, titles. Yeah, towards the end. All right, yeah, towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Some of those outfits I mean, look, were as not. As much PG. as I would love to see the video package of her and Trish making out, it's just not going to happen. Sorry, spoken not making like, out. Sp- spoken Jackson. spoken like a true married man. All right, and then we yeah. had the pre-show match, which is Kurt Hawkins versus Mojo Rawley. Uh, Mojo Rawley won. Who cares? 
there was a spot though in this, and and anybody who's listening, if you heard it, please let me know. Kurt Hawkins does his own introduction when he comes out, and I swear he said Tucson, and they were in Phoenix. It was pre-recorded, but it sounded to me like he said Tucson, and I mentioned it on Twitter. Nobody commented on it, but if somebody can go back and watch it, you know, I appreciate that. Please let me know because I can swear it said Tucson when he first came out. Well, maybe that means we won't see him on TV, and that, that's that's fine with me. You don't see him on TV now. He had some really kind of weird, cool vignettes, and yet you don't see him on TV. So strange. I think they just needed bodies. But you know what, though? I feel like they have so many talented guys on the roster right now that are in NXT and with the UK and everything. They should just... You can't call up everybody at the same time. Well, the problem is NXT but... is kind of thin when you really think about True. it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. Overall, though, it was a good show. I mean, considering SmackDown's roster is not very deep, overall, it, it was a very good show. And they put on some great matches. The women's division on SmackDown is unbelievable. It really is. On Raw, you have basically four people. Mm-hmm. Nia, Jack, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha. Everybody else is hurt or just not there. You know, and you only have seven on on SmackDown, but they do a pretty damn good job. No, they do. They definitely do a good job, and they definitely do a better job on a two-hour show of dispersing time to the women. So much respect yes. to whoever's running SmackDown. I think it's... Uh, I think it's Road Dog right now as one, as one of the main so. guys. So, hey, props to him and, and the crew and everybody involved. All the wrestlers have been doing a great job. That's why SmackDown at the moment is the best damn brand. So, overall, i got to give Elimination Chamber a massive thumbs up. Go out of your Absolutely. way to watch it, especially – oh, I for, we forgot to mention the Orton and Luke Harper match. We mentioned Orton won, well, but we mentioned it they had a great yeah. match. They had an excellent, excellent match. Go out of your way to see Orton versus Harper – and the Elimination Chamber. I mean, most of the show and, was good. It was easy to watch. But especially uh, the Harper match and the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Although, for some odd reason, in the pre-show, um, they had Carmella on there. And Ellsworth comes out and says he purchased two boxy, or Skybox tickets for him and Carmella. Which is weird that a employed WWE superstar has to buy tickets. It was, it was kind of odd. And, and that whole thing was just weird the whole night. Like, Carmella is almost like the... Uh, what, what's the word here? Like the the head of the women's division, kind of watching all the women, and they're going back to her, talking to her every time the women's match ends. It was kind of kind of strange. Yeah, it's a good and, way. You know, it, it's a good way to keep her relevant. I mean, I, I don't. I have no interest in seeing her challenge for the title anytime soon. But no, she. No. Yeah. But you know, and then she's, you have she's Malibu's most wanted. So yeah, whatever. Yeah, she's a good character. All right, so let's get to some of the comments here before we head on out. Terrell Scott, we get Emmalina tomorrow. Finally. Maybe. Allegedly, we're getting Emelina after all these weeks of buildup. She's like the new Brodus Clay. For ye- for weeks, they built up Brodus Clay in 2011. He finally debuted in 2012, and it was a completely different character from what we expected. Yeah. God forbid they change Emelina's character. They built him up as a monster in all the vignettes, and he comes out as a dinosaur dancing fool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, people would laugh at you now if you said, "Oh my God, you know, Brodus Clay, they missed the boat on him," and he was not a great worker, and he's still not a good worker. But he's a guy that you know. I mean, they built they back in 2011. They had some great vignettes. He could have been awesome, and yeah. they they brought him as a dancing dinosaur. You know what would have been cool for Emma if they would have done like an R Truth type of thing where he's all confused, where she comes out and debuts tonight instead of tomorrow night. <laughs> like she just randomly comes out to the ring. Oh god! Like thinking it's raw, just something, just odd. You know what I mean? Maybe ha- maybe maybe cool. maybe ever date our truth and storyline and little Jimmy's their son. I don't know. And they need to give Emelina Eva Marie's uh, announcer. By the way, if they don't do that, they're missing the boat as well because that would be awesome. Yeah, but you know what though? It'd be totally swagger Jack and Eva Marie, unless uh, of course they actually Eva- get a real personal ring announcer like that actually appears. But I don't know who they who they. Yeah, get. but you know the rumor is Eva Marie is done with WWE anyway. So what difference does it make? Yeah, I, I guess. I guess. And, and they was, could do the Emelina will not debut tonight, you know, <laughs> something like that. Why not? It, it, it'd be perfect. True. True. All right. Uh, Mr. Racer1029, the biggest Randy Orton fan in the world with the Randy Orton avatar, says Randy Orton is going to win the title at WrestleMania and become a 13-time champion. Okay. I could see it happening. <sighs> Robert Mays. Great show. Noe Lara. Bray Wyatt is now the man. I, I agree. 
JB yep. says, as someone who has rolled with Bray since freaking FCW, this is an effing perfect day. He beats Cena and Styles to get that gold. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Lil RQ loves anime, says, holy doodle squad. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I would prefer AJ versus Bray Wyatt. That'll be great uh, down the road. I, I think this was a test to see how AJ will, would do if he turned face tomorrow. And I don't think he's going to turn face tomorrow. There's uh, rumors that he may be wrestling Shane McMahon. I'm not a fan of that, but knowing AJ Styles, you know he would bust his ass to get the best match of Shane McMahon's freaking career at WrestleMania. Well, just so you know, Fred, and you are close by the New York City area, they are both booked for the MSG house show three weeks before WrestleMania. And you know what? Oh, I didn't even know Shane McMahon was booked. That's awesome. So I'm going to be in attendance with with my buddy Candice at MSG in three weeks, and I'm going to see Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens. I'm going to see John Cena. I didn't even realize I was going to see Shane McMahon, and I'm going to see AJ Styles. So it's a wait. It's a uh, it's a combined show. No, but Brock Lesnar's making a special appearance. So for whatever reason, they're just throwing him on the card with AJ Styles. You said you mean Kevin Owens? Oh, Kevin Owens. Sorry. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hey, the last MSG show I went to, AJ Styles and John Cena wrestled for 40 minutes and had just as great of a match as they did at Royal Rumble and at SummerSlam. So I'm not complaining. I get my I get my hundred level seats. I know exactly where where I sit all the time. Been to the last maybe five, six WWE MSG shows. They've all been really good and they progressively have gotten better. It's the SmackDown brand, the A brand. I'm excited. I am excited. It's gonna be a nice late birthday gift for me. There you go. Get back to a comment. Not to <laughs> man, uh, Mr. Racer asks, when is Shelton Benjamin coming back? As soon as he recovers from his shoulder injury. Wait, what? Shelton Benjamin. He's asking about. Oh, is and he coming he's out with a shoulder I, oh, injury? I don't know. So he'll be back as soon. As, well, he'll re-debut, I guess, as soon as his shoulder is healed. Huh. Now I'd there like are rumors that. that him and Dolph Ziggler and and there was somebody else could form a. A varsity uh, club? I heard yes. that a while ago. But and that was I, I before know. Shelton got hurt. Yeah, but I don't so. know if that was ever going to come to fruition or if that was just something started on Reddit. I'm not I'm not really it'd sure. It would be kind of cool if it happened, though. It'd be, it, it would be cool, but it's just, again, it's Dolph Ziggler. He's been repackaged so many times. I don't know. It's, yeah. It's tough. It, but, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's, um, it, it's, it's no. tough. Clifford Nelson says, hey, Fred, what's up? Not much, man. Just enjoyed an awesome Elimination Chamber show. Let's see right here. Sam hey, Robinson asks, AJ versus Undertaker, Undertaker versus Cena would be great, but not going to happen. Yeah. Hey, dude, 607 says, hey, Fred, uh, why are you ignoring me? I'm, I don't think I'm ignoring you, buddy, but okay, cool. Um, he also says that he's the world's biggest Cena fan, and he's very disappointed. Hey, can't win them all, buddy. Can't win them all. Uh, let's see. Telvin Kipapa says chamber match greater than UFC 208. My God, was that UFC pay per view awful last night? I don't know if you saw it, Scott. I did. Uh, oh UFC God. needs to do something about the New York State referees because they're horrible. Jesus. I know they're, they're new to this MMA thing, but my God, it was so embarrassing. You can't request John McCarthy and Herb Dean. Yeah, why is that? I was going to ask you about that earlier. How come they had the, their own referees for New York compared to the normal UFC guys? I don't know. I know for the first New York event, they had the some big names. I think they had Big John. They had Herb Dean. They had some guys that I knew from the New Jersey State Athletic Commission who are very experienced because New Jersey was the state that started the unified rules of mixed martial arts, which you know all the, all the states follow, although obviously they've been tweaked in, in recent months. I don't know. But all I can tell you is that the, the fight sucked. Uh, the judging was absolutely horrible. Uh, I think there was one judge, Ju- Doug Crosby. Uh, it was revealed by, by Front Row Brian that Doug Crosby judged the fight which Nick Lentz fought in. And Nick Lentz is a UFC fighter who happens to be good friends with Doug Crosby who was judging his fight. Just, you know, and people want to complain about Bellator and say, oh, Bellator's fixed and all this crap. No, Bellator at least is trying to give fights... The fans want to see Tito versus Chael. It was not a great fight, but it did a big rating. It was personalities. I said this on the UFC recap last night. I would have much rather seen UFC give Chael Sonnen stacks of money to go in and fight Anderson Silva one more time, headline this Brooklyn show. Instead, we got a hemorrhoid of a main event. I mean, seriously. In the Brooklyn, Mar- in Brooklyn 
this is the main event you give us? I'm the glad fight itself cover. was okay. I thought the refereeing was horrible and it cost Holly Holm a title. Oh. But Dude, yeah, I, I'm just... so. You know what? I missed the deadline for for press passes. Obviously, I had a lot a lot going on. Uh, you know, taking care of my grandma and all when she was in hospice care. Yeah. So uh, you know what? UFC was the last thing on my mind. And I remember for a brief second I was a little disappointed that I wasn't going to go cover uh, UCF Barclays. I opted not to get tickets. I figured, you know what? I think I'd get a better vantage point from just covering the pay per view, you know, from my home and just ordering it and whatnot. And my God, I am so glad I did not cover this event. I, I'm so glad I did not buy tickets to this event. I'm so glad I convinced my sister not to buy me tickets for this event for my birthday. My God, this this was the worst UC pay per view in maybe 15 years. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't only one fight um, a TKO or submission? Every fight went to a, the the, uh, most the fights full went three to rounds. Decision. Didn't they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It was just it was terrible. Let's 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 move on. It was it was yes. terrible. Okay. Uh, let's see. And yes, Telvin Kemper, home star power has faded for sure. She's lost three straight now. Yeah, I mean, she on paper she's not a Buster Douglas to Ronda Rousey's Mike Tyson because she actually has a, a tremendous background in, in boxing and everything, and she was undefeated in MMA for a while. But uh, with these three losses, yeah, she's kind of faded into that Buster Douglas territory. Uh, let's see right here. Mister Racer asks, "Did you catch Walking Dead?" Yeah, I watched a little bit of it while I was watching Elimination Chamber. I'm a huge Walking Dead fan. Not feeling it. I'm really not feeling it. And I, I, I'm a fan. I'm a guy that likes to stay on the positive side of things. Give give shows a chance. I've stuck with this show. Man, it, it it's hard to right now. I really feel like they're kind of beating a dead horse. They need to change something up. They really, really do. Although, if you're a Walking Dead fan that's disappointed with the last couple seasons, I strongly recommend playing the Walking Dead video games. Those uh, Telltale games are really good. I just reviewed Season 3 a couple months ago, and uh, it, was, it was really, really good. By the way, cheap plug, youtube.com slash tcgaming if you want to see my For Honor beta review. The full version comes out later this week. And somebody's asking here, are you going to try the new Sniper Elite 4? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure I will. Uh, I am not the best at shooting games outside of Destiny. Destiny is like the only shooting game I'm really good at. Uh, but I'm sure I'll try it. I'm sure I'll get my ass whooped, but I'll probably have fun in the process. You know what's so weird right now? I'm I'm scrolling through Twitter to try to look at some tweets, and uh, WWE put out a, a brand new video of Naomi, you know, with the the, the SmackDown Women's title, and of course her, her, you know, her husband, Mr. Uso, there is right backstage greeting her, totally breaking character as the the badass guy. You know, it's just kind of kind of weird how they do things sometimes. Well, you don't know. Maybe maybe Jason Jordan or Chad Gable hit on Naomi backstage, and we just don't know. We don't know everything that goes down backstage. Maybe they got some beef. I know. Ah, uh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. Remember that time when Jason Jordan and Ty Dillinger were a tag team? Just oh yeah, that's throw right. Throw that out there. D- didn't Jordan have that afro at the time? Yeah, and then he, I think he turned on Dillinger, didn't he? Yeah, he walked out yeah. on him, and then all of a sudden Chad Gable showed up. And speaking of a guy that persevered, my God, Jason Jordan was in developmental for like five years. He had nothing. Yeah, Jeez, nothing going on. Nothing going for him. I think he held the FCW tag title for a cup of coffee, and then. For him to, only a year or two ago, get teamed up with Chad Gable, who had barely been in developmental, and, and totally turned his career around. It, mm. and another story of perseverance. I think that's why I like SmackDown. It has a lot of people that have just kind of persevered and done and their And even thing. Ty Dillinger, you know, make, you know, making something out of nothing with that 10 gimmick. You know what? I would actually like to see him debut, and, and I'm going to give you a scenario that, that I think would be great. Right? All right. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you do Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, obviously at WrestleMania. Yes. By the way, they're having a festival of friendship on That's Raw. That's going to be very interesting. That's going to be very, very interesting on Raw. You assume Goldberg will interfere in that, if yeah. he, yeah, because he is booked for that. So yeah. Something. So I could see uh, Jericho versus Owens at WrestleMania. I could see Jericho upsetting Kevin Owens to to retain the title somehow. Okay. Or or you know what. I don't even know who would be the heel at that point. I, I, you know what? Maybe I'd like to. I'd like to assume maybe Jericho would be the baby face, just because it's hard to boo Jericho at this stage of his career. He's a legend. Well, the but, crowd will be behind both guys because it's it's a it's a non traditional crowd for Mania, and Kevin yeah. Owens is world renowned just like Jericho. So it's tough. Anyway. I, who, let's just say Jericho, right? It could be it could be Owens. Whoever's the heel, the, Whoever. the, the, the supposed to be the heel. The next night on Raw, uh, they do an open challenge. The open challenge is answered by Ty Dillinger. You have Ty Dillinger 
wrestle somebody, say Jericho, for the U.S. title. And you have Kevin Owens interfere, have Ty Dillinger win. You essentially have like a new Santino Morella moment where Ty Dillinger in his debut pins Chris Jericho, wins the U.S. title. Crowd goes nuts since it's going to be a hardcore crowd that watches NXT. The crowd's going to react to him like a gigantic superstar. That's going to enhance Ty Dillinger. You give him a little bit of credibility, and then eventually, in true WWE fashion, you have him get squashed by Braun Strowman, lose the title. But at least he'll be on the main roster, and at least he'll be a guy that can hang around, be a funny guy. And no disrespect to Enzo Amore. Enzo Amore is a much better talker than Ty Dillinger, but Ty Dillinger's a guy I think that can be that you know good in-ring worker that, that's a solid hand, that can get over, that can do comedy. And and just I've always thought with that 10 gimmick, even just that house shows him singing the crowd doing the, the 10 thing or giving a 6 out of 10 or a 9 out of 10, I think it would totally get over. I'm going to disagree with you because I want to see Ty Dellinger on SmackDown. I think he would do a lot better. Keep in mind they're doing four nights straight in Orlando. So do the same idea that you have, but doing on SmackDown with either Bray Wyatt or Orton coming out to celebrate their WWE title win, have Dillinger challenge. He can lose that match versus Orton or Bray and still be over huge. Still in Orlando. You still get the crowd. Even if you don't get the the hardcore crowd that you'll get for Raw, you have an Orlando crowd, which knows him. I think it could still work just as good. And he's on SmackDown, which would be the better show for him. True. Or you know what? You You do the same thing only with the IC title. And you have like a heel that you can job out, you know. That but you I don't want to see it be Baron Corbin. That's the only no, thing no, 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 no. You do somebody else. I don't know who. Let's just stay. I can't think of one right now. Let's just assume like. Uh, Although you yeah, could do with the Miz, give the Miz back the title and have him lose it to Dillinger. That would be interesting. Or, or yeah, but Miz is with Cena. I mean, let, you I know what? Know, For the sake of him being being such a loser already, Dolph Ziggler. Have Dolph Ziggler win the IC title in some like multi-man ladder match, and then two days later lose to Ty Dillinger. That'd be great. You know what? That they would do that anyway. So why not? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Why not make him the heel Zack Ryder? Only he gets no sympathy. Yeah. Oh my opposed- god, dude, that would be great. Yeah. Wow. Hey, well, hey, man, I'm I'm the perfect ten when it comes to creative. All right, let's see. Uh, is Bauer out for a while? No, he's supposed to come back soon. I'd like to see him at least to make a WrestleMania appearance. Just kind of maybe he say could win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal just to. Give him something. Oh. Or you oh, know I think what? the Miz should do, win that, actually, to be honest with you. Hmm. Wait, you think the Miz? I do. But the Miz not? is not wrestling the Miz... in the Battle Royal. Yeah, but why not? Uh, well, you could still do it. No, I mean, it depends Braun... on the card. Seriously, it's going to be somebody big. It's going to be Braun Strowman. You don't think he's going to have a major type of match at Mania? I think you're going to put Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman in the match, and you're going to come. it's going to come down to Braun Strowman and Samoa Joe, and one of those guys is going to win. And it's going to enhance the Battle Royal because of the fact that it's two big guys, two big stars uh, going at it. Never thought you would say two big stars and Braun Strowman. Well, you know what? Sense. Braun's gotten over, and they've done a great job with him. And I really you know, don't want to see him. He's kind of lose... grown on me a little bit, to be honest. With I don't want to see him lose to Roman. I really don't. I, I think he no. should be kept uh, kept strong, but... Unfortunately, they got to get over Roman, so you, you haven't beat Braun, which I think is stupid, but whatever. No, you don't. You can still have The Undertaker interfere in that. You could, but then Undertaker would technically be the heel, even though nobody's going to boo him. N- you, no, you don't. All you got to do is have Roman go in for the spear, have him do his, uh, and then all of a sudden, dong. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. You don't even need Undertaker to show up. Actually, you know what? That wouldn't be the worst idea in the world. But then again, Roman would then lose. But yeah, and think about and think about this though. So, Undertaker could do anything in the world to Roman Reigns and still get cured because it's Roman Reigns. So could so, Braun Strowman. You know, you got a point there. We need thank you Strowman shirts. Ah, <laughs> you. That is a match that you really can't have either guy lose because going into Mania, Braun's going to look weak because he lost to Roman, and Roman's. Unless you do the Undertaker thing, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, again, we can talk about Fastlane in a couple weeks, but uh, it'll it'll be interesting. I think we have some idea of what, you know, SmackDown, WrestleMania matches are going to look like now. Um, The women's match, I think, you know, we we said earlier, it looks like both of them could be fatal four ways, which I'm not totally a fan of, and one of them would definitely be on the pre-show for sure. Um, well, we don't we don't know that, but yeah, it could. I mean, if I could definitely see Alexa versus Mickey versus uh, Becky versus, Becky versus uh, Naomi. Naomi, yeah, 
I could yeah, see that. Absolutely. And then on Raw, I could see Nia versus Bailey versus Sasha versus Charlotte. And now then I heard rumors of Nia and Charlotte one on one, and Becky uh, and Sasha and Bailey one on one. Interesting. Yeah, that'd be weird. I don't. I don't know. That'd it be would you. be weird. Yeah. And then, and Look, then of you course, have seven hours. I mean, you can put five <laughs> matches on the pre-show. True, true. And then, of course, you have you're probably gonna have a multi-man match for each tag title. And then you're gonna have, um, you know, if they do one-on-one, Baron Corbin, Dean Ambrose, that wouldn't be too bad. But I th- you know, I think you have to do one-on-one. I think the U.S. title. See, I don't, it's gonna be interesting. No, but the U.S. title is is on ice right now because it's with Jericho. So it's gonna be Jericho and and Owens probably for the U.S. Well, they title. They could take the title off Jericho. They could, but I think it'd be better if, if Owens, uh, if if they had that U.S. title in that match, I think it would enhance the title. Um, Bray and Orton, yeah, Bray Norton will be awesome. Triple H and Rollins, as long as, as long as Rollins can recover, which most likely he will, that'll be awesome. Um, uh, let's see what else. Goldberg and Lesnar, you know, I, I I guess they'll they'll go, you know, a few extra minutes. I don't want to see. Have Bra- to be the main event though, won't it? It might, you know, it I mean, might. How can that match not? I mean, how, yeah. I but you know what? I mean, you know what? If 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 Roman Reigns was actually over as a face, I think Roman Reigns and Undertaker would be a worthy main event. You know, just given the significance and the fact that you know it might be Undertaker's last match. You know, but at, at the same time, we don't we don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I think Roman Reigns is a really good worker. Uh, you know, a lot of people tend to think he's at the right place, right time. I happen to think the former, not the latter. But it's going to be a big test for him. You know, he's but still a relatively young guy. That's the question. Yeah, that's and, and can Everybody they lay else out? He's going against has. So. And can they lay out a? And can they lay out a match that that'll you know hide Undertaker's weaknesses? Which would have to be like a no holds barred type of match. Agreed. It has to have a gimmick. Yeah. Agreed. Well, you know what? I'm I'm sure they're going to have plenty of time to work on it. I'm sure they're going to be working together and. Going, you know, over every spot and everything like that. Sure. It's, it's WrestleMania. I think I think they'll be all right. It, it, look at it this way. Granted, it was the Hell in a Cell, and you had the gimmick of the gigantic high spot. But Shane McMahon and Undertaker, even though it wasn't a great match, managed to pull off a match that most fans, particularly casual fans, found entertaining. So even though it went about ten minutes too long. Yes. So if Shane McMahon and Undertaker, you know, even if you take the high spot out of the way. It could have a you know somewhat entertaining match. I, I think uh, Roman Reigns and Undertaker will be fine. Although Undertaker's coming off a hip surgery, and you know at fifty something years old, man, that's that's rough. It's gonna be a challenge. Um, so I think the WrestleMania card looks good. I mean, I think it's gonna be good as long as all the matches potential. stay intact. You know, and, and I think you don't have to you don't have to lay all your cards out on the table, right? There's a lot of pay per views. You have a lot of network content that you have to. You know, provide. I think it's good to save some matchups for down the road. So, like a Braun Strowman versus Samoa Joe, or Samoa Joe in a bigger match. I think it makes sense to put them in the battle royal. Put some big stars in the battle royal. Why not? Make it mean something. I like the fact that when Baron Corbin's introduced, they introduce him as the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. They make yep. it seem like it's a significant accomplishment, and you got to maintain that. And I think that they should do it in a way where it also puts the person who wins. In title contention. That's why I think a guy like Braun Strowman, if he wins the Battle Royal, or even if he doesn't win the Battle Royal, but is like the last one eliminated, right? Technically, if they keep their story straight, because the guy helped Kevin Owens retain the Universal title, he's owed a one-on-one title shot. Maybe maybe they'll do something with that at the next pay-per-view. Who, who knows? Plus, you got Finn Balor coming back, who will want his title shot. Then you got Kevin Owens if he loses to Goldberg. He'll want his one-on-one match. So you, you got a lot of guys that can lay claim. And also, tactically and storyline, Triple H never got his one-on-one rematch. So if they actually use some long-term planning here and go back in time with their storylines and connect the dots logically, which they haven't always done, I think they could create actually a very interesting universal title scenario for the spring. They could. Keep in mind, uh, we're also forgetting you know, somebody like Sami Zayn. Who, you know, I heard he was in the doghouse, and I'm not sure why. And after what I saw at uh, Royal Rumble, I think he's out of it now because he took a pounding. <laughs> that's the best he, way to put I it. I mean, for a guy that's in the doghouse, he seems to do, be doing pretty well for himself. So, and right now he's got Jericho, and, and rumors he's going to have a, another U.S. title match at Fastlane, and right there would be the perfect time to take the title off Jericho. You can sure. have Owens cause a distraction. Kind of, a lot of Canadians going for the U.S. title. Kind of weird. Hey, uh, yeah. it's all, it's all it good, is. man. We're a diverse yeah, yeah. country. 
All right, uh-huh. well, I, I think that's that. Raw should be interesting. We got Fastlane coming up, which we'll talk about in the coming weeks. But, folks, I thank you very much for the support. I thank you very much for watching and listening to TSC. If you enjoyed this recap, please click the like button. Please share this with all your friends. Please subscribe because not only do we have live recap shows like this, but we have tons of retro reviews. I just reviewed every single Elimination Chamber match in existence. Just uploaded them last night. So please check all those out. Take a nice trip down memory lane. We'll have wall-to-wall WrestleMania coverage. We have exclusive interviews with all your favorite wrestlers. I'll be uploading the fourth quarter results conference call courtesy of Alan Wu of WWE. Record-setting revenue. Although profits uh, still behind from the pay-per-view era days. So going to be interesting to see what happens there. Subscriber count, you know, 1.6 could could million could be better. Definitely, definitely could be better. We'll see what happens. But it's definitely going to be an interesting time. WrestleMania season is upon us. I'm excited. Are you? Well, I want to hear from you. Let me know. Leave a comment below. Tweet us. Facebook us. Do what you got to do. And as always, enjoy the matches.